This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm your <laughs> Hi, I'm your old Farrelly. And I'm Neve Cavan. And you're listening to Agony Rants. We're here debating on which of us is Cagney and which of us is Lacey. <laughs> I know. I think, like, it's very interesting. Lacey's my favourite, but I think you're right. I have a Cagney vibe. You are much a more Cagney of a Cagney. Vibe. Yeah, I you're do. much more of a Cagney. I would like to specify that I did not watch Cagney and Lacey in its original heyday because I'm far too young. Yeah. I did watch the reruns on TV3 during the 2000s. Yeah. Every morning. I used to set the video. Sometimes he just likes to punish me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, listener. <laughs> To the show where a comedian and a Eurovision winner heal your lives, fix your problems, change your world. A very old Eurovision winner, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) I've said this to you a million times before, you're the young soul. I have a young. You're the young soul. And we've just now, we've just listened. We've just listened. Neve has been in the studio. Neve has been in the studio. Well, yeah. Uh, My garage, really. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's recorded a song which she's not releasing no no why would she no, why would she just put all this work in to something that sounds absolutely fabulous that she's now not releasing <laughs> but it sounds great Neve. thanks so I'm calling you out in the podcast okay to say release the song no but I can't release a song it's just a song that I was doing for a show so they needed a guide vocal so I did that yeah, and, and you did the back of it sounds fantastic I know it sounds it, better than the original wow it does. Yeah, Miley Cyrus is shite. Oh not my, my not God, my bag. don't say not that. Not my bag, Maeve. It's not a Maeve, real thing. She recorded, what was the song? Flowers. Flowers by Flower. Miley Cyrus. Or as they say up north, flowers. Flowers. <laughs> I can buy myself flowers. Flowers. <laughs> Doesn't have the same rhythm. I'm not but gonna it lie. sounds great, Maeve. I, I didn't it say flowers. 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 <laughs> but like, Come on, Neve. No, I know, I know. No, actually, There's to be fair, I've taken up demand. I've taken December off as such. I, I my last gig is on the first of December, and I have nothing for about five or six weeks. And my plan is to record during that time. <laughs> it so isn't, Neve. I know the look in your face. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Neve, I swear to I'm God, I'm not saying I, my life goes to plan I all really the time. Feel, but that's I my really job. Feel, uh, so, so, like an agent needs to sit you down, Neve. They do because you're like I've taken the most lucrative time of the year. I've, t- I've taken it off to record. I won't do that. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> you're picking. It sounds great. That's all I'm saying, Neve. I'm not going to. I'm not going to have a go. I've not never had a podcast, <laughs> but it sounds go. It sounds. It's absolutely great. I've never had someone tell me they love me so much with. With so much disdain. <laughs> and anger. But you sound brilliant because normally, like, when normally when Neve's asked to do back and vocals, she's like, absolutely not. Just back and singers for that. But you were no. doing your own back and your, is your own back and vocals on it. It sounds brilliant. I know, but that's because they needed to save money. It is RT after all. <laughs> but it sounds great. They don't have money to burn in there now, so it's. I'll draw a line under it, Neve. Okay. I'll say it sounds great. Yeah, thanks. I look forward to it. The line, the line's drawn. I'm, there, there, there's no follow up, no follow up comments. Okay. But you recorded it for a TV <laughs> show. That lasted like 10 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> you see, I get so excited when you record new music. I'm just I like, know. that sounds brilliant. We're the world. I'm like, no, but nobody needs another version of Flowers, <laughs> even if it is Flowers. Yeah, but it's your version. It's like, not. who, who it's other the version? same as her version. But who other version? Who else has recorded it? Miley Cyrus. It's her fucking song about Liam Hemsworth or whatever. Not Liam. What's is his it name? Liam Hemsworth. Yeah, Liam. It is Liam. Liam. The one she was married to. Oh. 
I've no idea who she is. I mean, though. it's rumoured, but I think she is riddled with you fecker, you cheated on me, basically. Oh. <laughs> See, Neve, that plays straight into our podcast. It does. Yeah. It does. Draw a line under it, Neve. Draw a line. Okay. Um, how are you this week? I'm good, actually. I, you know, you know the way it was Halloween last week, you know, and uh, because my kids are grown, I'm not really invested in it. Not a Halloween person. No, not really. But I, my obviously my niece is only eight months, so of course I'm going to buy her first Halloween thing. And I bought her a headband, which was like a, you know, in these headbands where hairbands that are like hard, but they, but they had really soft, soft kind of fur in it, and it was like a black cat. And I thought, oh, that's really cute, and it's really that's soft, cute. and it's lovely. And I brought it down to her, and I kid you not, she was like, "What is this hideous thing?" Because it was black, and it was a cat, and it didn't, it wasn't like, you know, this is a cute cat. This is like a Halloween cat. So it was like. I thought I didn't quite think it through that an eight-month-old will get the concept of Halloween that's supposed to be pretend scary. I got to be honest with you, Neve. Right. right? There's two things I'm not into. Okay. Right. One is Halloween and cats. I know I love cats. Okay. I love cats. My boyfriend took a photograph of me asleep with my cat because my cat's doing this thing. Now that the seasons have changed, right? She, we have this understanding now because the seasons in. have changed. It's colder, so so she comes up and she's like, "Look." It's winter now. I'm going to pretend to love you for four months. So she, <laughs> but it's all about warmth. We know it's all about warmth. Is she this, cuddles up. Is this Boots or, or your partner? No, no. <laughs> More or less the same, to be honest. <laughs> Look, <laughs> a little from column A, a little from column B. Either way, the heating's not going on. Okay, We're in an enough. energy crisis, not, I was going to, certainly not at the price of it these days. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Every gig, I announce the same thing. I say, look at you all here. It's great you're supporting us. I said, look at the money you're saving on the heating. <laughs> <laughs> For the three hours you're here, even if you've left kids at home, they don't need the heat. So, <laughs> we're, like, basically, like I'm not a fan of Halloween because, A, I feel like that's for kids. Yeah. Like, I feel it's... And no, I feel you're like right. If you don't have kids, why get involved? I mean, I remember one time I You could say the same about Christmas. Neve, that's different. Is Christmas it? is presents, it's gifts, it's carols. Halloween it's... is trick or treat. Ah, come here. That's the acceptable face of begging. I'm sorry. If somebody knocks on the door and asks for something, jog on, get a job. <laughs> Buy your own mini Mars bars. Or, or, you know, before Christmas when they start, you know, young fellas used to turn up on the doorstep half singing away in a manger. I know, yeah. Thanks. Like, Carolyn has gone by the way. Thank so God yeah. for COVID. If you can thank yeah. COVID for anything, it's that. Yeah, it's people knocking <laughs> their door singing a song. It's like, absolutely not. Now, this is very embarrassing. Like, I mean, somebody, like, being an audience of one for a group of carol singers, oh, that's just... That's killer. That's unnerving. It's mortifying. So I don't like Halloween. I've done gigs like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Same. <laughs> It's very unnerving. There, but for the grace of God, go any of us. <laughs> anyway. I've done them and I'll do them again, I'm sure, but hopefully it's a while. <laughs> but like... Halloween. I don't like Halloween. Okay. I, I just, I just yeah. never got on board. No, it's never been a, a kind of a key time for me either. And also, do you know what I don't like? What? Dressing up. You know when somebody Clearly. says... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, like... I mean, I can talk, but you know anyway. When, like, you know when somebody is having a party and then they're like, oh, it's fancy dress. It's like, well, then I'm not going. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not... I don't like fancy dress. Uh, it's not that I don't... Have you ever done it? Properly, uh, like... Have I ever done it? Properly, uh, like, not turned up like somebody from the Blues Brothers by putting a hat in your head. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, no, I don't, no, I don't do that. No, I've done... <laughs> what have I dressed up as? I dressed up as Bishop Eamon Casey. 
Okay, that sounds, the, the bishop that was very specific of a time, yeah. yeah. Because, so I dressed up as a, I, I had like a priest's outfit and I just uh, had like a baby strapped to it. Okay, so he was bishop, so. Yeah, I think I was only about 16 when I did that. I was very, um, very forward thinking. You were very forward thinking. <laughs> um, I dressed up as Jack Sparrow once. Like proper. Oh. Yeah. I dressed up as Batman for the bake along. I dressed up as Batman and Boots dressed up as Batman. We were adorable. Oh, wow. Yeah. How did I miss that one? Um, Which Batman did you dress up as? This is the question. Were you the Adam West with the tights over, you know, the way the tights? Yeah, I was, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but thankfully Tell me the, bake, a photo. the bake along was a mid shot. <laughs> Tell me there's a photo. There was no there's no budgie smugglers. Um, <sighs> Raging. No, I, I don't really do fancy dress. I, yeah. I remember once sitting in the uh, car in Air Square in Galway on Halloween night and I saw Supergirl puking into a doorway <laughs> and Wonder Woman holding her hair back. And I just thought, <laughs> that encapsulates Halloween. It does. That's it Halloween. Does. So I'm not into that and I'm also not into a bald child in a headband. Okay. I feel it accentuates the baldness. <laughs> <laughs> of all I the feel, places I thought we were going, I didn't think we were going there. <laughs> to I be fair, like, I feel like bald chill. I feel like baldness is something that should be concealed, and I feel like that if you have a child, if you have a child that you wrap a headband around and the child's bald, I, I just think it's not a great look. Yeah, but here, uh, here's the thing: bonnets right? on babies is cute. No, no, I, I kind of get that, right? I kind of get your concept, right? And and I'm not a mad fan of it either. Although she wears a great headband. This is she girl. bald? No, she's not. You see, she's got she's a got quiff a and everything. She's ah. got a fine quiff. She's a gorgeous girl. I think sometimes when you have a baby, right, and it's not obvious, spoil a child, as they say, right? In other <laughs> words, you know, when my 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 Jack, right? Some of them he, are very plain. No, no, I don't mean that. As in, you know, if they don't. Sometimes it's the hair that gives it away. But like my Jack, when he was about about a year old, had the most gorgeous blonde curls. I mean, honestly, in the finest face. It was like, it was yeah, like a pretty little, face. Was and a pretty everybody boy. used to say what a lovely girl I had. Okay. And, and I think as a parent, you really wanted to find that this is a boy or a girl, which is weird in this gotcha. today. Yeah, yeah, today yeah. it's all about not saying boy, child, nothing. Right. It's just like a child. Right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is from I think especially when it comes to girls, because it's so hard to look like a girl when you're when you're yeah. that age. That's why the headbands get involved. I can totally understand why they yeah. do it. It's not. I, I don't think it's not necessary. A lot of baby, like yeah, it's unfortunate. A lot of female children, like you know, they're a bit, they're bald, they're a bit horsey looking. Not great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I mean, wow. Like ah, uh, you do you now. I know, like no. parents will never admit it, but there are some ugly babies. Oh yeah, no, no, there like, are. They're oh my god, this, like mm-hmm. like I, I do think it's it's harder if the child is female. I think. No. <laughs> I mean, my sister, she had to no hair until f- she was about four. <laughs> to like, be fair. She was, that was, she's a very attractive woman, but good God almighty, she was an ugly child. Attention, Ivy Rance listeners. I am on tour with my Glamour Hammer tour. We have... Still. Still. Still on tour. Now. Still. I've been worked like a dog. I can just I'm Practically down it. the mines. I know. <laughs> Down the mines for about four hours a week. It's outrageous. Thank God you're not a canary. I will also be doing a show at the Roscommon Arts Centre on the 11th of November. And that, I think, is it then for this side of Christmas. 
Wow, you're like Frank Sinatra. I don't know how many times you've retired. I know, yeah. Anyway. I'm retiring. <laughs> I'll be back in January. There's a whole uh, new list of dates that have gone on sale for January. So like the 20th of January, I'm in the Museum of Comedy in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing a show in Southampton in the Attic. I'm doing uh, Longford Art Centre. I'm doing the Central in Navan. And there's a whole list of them. Girlfairly.com or you can go over to my uh, the link in my Instagram bio. The sold out shows aren't there, so if it's on that, you'll be able to get tickets. Amazing. Come join us. Bye. Bye. We are pausing for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. The Headstuff Podcast Network is a collective. It's a network of <gasps> like-minded podcasts. It is. And we are a member of that. And if you would we if you would like to support us, we would love it if you would subscribe to Headstuff Plus. It's a membership platform. It's quite like Patreon, although mm. we it, it's more in favour of the artists than Patreon is. They yes, take a, very they true. Take a smaller cut in Headstuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are a subscriber to mm-hmm. us on Headstuff Plus, you will get our bonus show, Eve. Oh, yes, it's true. We love the bonus show. Vintage rants. Vintage. Just like myself. Vintage. It is absolutely my favourite part of the Agony Rants canon. I love every single episode we've done. It comes out every second Thursday. Um, and I can't remember what this episode is, but it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's four of them or five of them out now. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, they're all melding into one. They are just, <laughs> they're just really good fun. Yeah. Um, you will also get uh, access to a feed where you can listen to Agony Rants Ad, ad free. free ad free is always a good thing ad free none of my plugging none, none of your plugging plug-in. none of us um, nothing um, about your tour at all nothing about my tour at all Glamour Hammer tour on tour now com for tickets <laughs> <laughs> see that sort of bullshit yeah. that's the sort of stuff you won't get on the free feed <laughs> so uh, ad free and you will also get a free gift from us yeah you will we are giving you our do not disturb sign which yeah. we were going to sell Yes, but we've decided not to. Decided no. Everybody who subscribes to us will get one. Will get one uh, by a certain date. I was going to say. Yeah. What was the date? I can't remember. I know. Look, okay. I've got an email about it. If you're a bonus subscriber, yeah, and it absolutely. applies to you. Um. So it's from our our heart to yours. Oh, without a doubt, and from our door to yours. Exactly. Yeah, we're paying the postage as well. Yeah. Not cheap. Not no. cheap. Didn't no. factor that in at the start, but look, we are where we are. Yeah. Um. We are cross-promoting another... No, we're not cross-promoting this week. What we're doing is we are publicising Headstuff are running a competition. Yes. If you have an idea for a podcast... Yes, it is um, called Join the Cast. It's called Join the Cast Competition. Mm-hmm. Um, it is basically a €50,000 recording deal. Excuse me! I am furious that they are throwing 50 grand at some unknown podcast when we are here making absolutely nothing for this very successful, brilliant show. I'm furious about it. So I would encourage you not to enter. I, we don't need the competition. We Thank should enter. Thank you very much. We should enter. We should Knees. enter. Now you're talking. We're marching straight. <laughs> Stop the recording. <laughs> <laughs> Marissa, turn it off. We're leaving. <laughs> We're going straight up to Alan's office. We're demanding 25, a check for 25 grand each. Do you know what's happening now? Before another word. Because apparently, uh, basically what you do is you send us your podcast pitch before November the 19th. Mm-hmm. Not to me. Now send it to the head stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it will be judged by... Um, I don't know who these people are. I'm one of them. You are, by yeah. the looks of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tony Cantwell. They didn't ask He's me. He's great. They, they didn't ask me. No, Neve. Now, to be honest, I I don't have the time. You don't have time. You yeah. don't. You're, you're busy being a Eurovision winner. Neve. That's correct. Yeah, nobody needs that bull. No, no. you don't need that bullshit. Listen to these all these entries. <laughs> Terrible ideas. 
And now I'm expecting that to be a shortlist. I don't want to listen to <laughs> not listen to everything that comes in. Although, if there's good ideas and they don't get picked up, I'm just saying. Yeah, we robbed them. <laughs> 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 your, your ideas are not safe. That's what I'm saying. Uh, um, trademark them before you send them. Now, we haven't sold this competition very well. No, but it is but, a fantastic but opportunity. It is a fantastic competition. It's a fantastic opportunity and head stuff are absolutely brilliant. So here is an ad that will explain it much better than we have. And also, uh, just a disclaimer is you won't physically won't you physically are not getting 50,000 pounds. No, it's not. It's just, it's <laughs> Otherwise, we will be all over that like a cheap suit. <laughs> 50 grand, Leaf. I know. So if the security guard never saw Aoife leave the building, how could Mark have committed the crime? And then there's a letter from the confession box. Anyway, sorry for the rambly voice note. But to answer your question, no. If this sounds like you, then Headstuff Podcasts competition Join the Cast is offering you the chance to record your own podcast series worth €50,000. Simply pitch your idea at jointhecast.ie. T's and C's apply. Anyway. Neve, we've got ourselves a follow-up. Oh, I love a follow-up. Now, actually, I'll be honest, right? A couple of weeks ago, I did a bit of a shout-out on Instagram because I was saying, if you have any... Uh, <laughs> if you have any problems that are not relationships or career... Okay. We'd love to hear them because we get a lot of those. Every single thing that we're doing today involves neighbours. Neighbours. And, and that's a coincidence. No, that wasn't by design. Hi, G. Wrote to you a while ago about some neighbours who had been copying us. Now, I actually remember this. No, no, I this do This was... It was a long time ago. This There was actually two of these. There was one very early when we started the podcast and then there was one that wrote in. This one, they wrote in because they heard the previous yeah. one. So this is quite a common... Yeah, it is a problem. And we gave, I thought, very Pretty, good advice in both situations. Yeah. <laughs> but do you think we give very good advice all the time? Neve, I think... You know... We should we should charge for it. Game changing. I know. We're game changing. During the summer, we called over and with your advice, fresh in our heads, decided that today would be the day we say something. Ooh. So we did a bit of double take in the sitting room and mentioned that it was painted the same colour as ours. Okay. I'm not sure that was our advice, but... <laughs> anyway, so then we bottled it. We didn't mention anything else, but after a few drinks, we kept mentioning the sitting room colour. <laughs> At the end of the night, our host actually said, okay, I get the message. We'll paint the fucking sitting room. <laughs> we left on good terms, we think in brackets, yeah. but that said, we haven't heard from them since. In another update, my wife got her way and we did buy the air fryer. And Neve, just to let you know, I am totally convert. They're amazing. Thanks for the lols, Gordon. Wow. Now, I'm going to say this. First of all, I also succumbed to the air fryer situation. Did you? I did. Neve, you didn't bring that up on the podcast. I know. You were very vocal in your opposition to them. Well, it's not opposition. I just felt that there were going to be a gadget I wasn't going to use and I waited a long time. An air fryer, I have to say, I was, at the start, I was like, do I need one? I'll give it a go. But my God. No, I use it a lot. I use it a lot and actually I've managed to roast my first chicken in it. I've done a few bits and pieces. Did you do it upside down? I did, for half of it. Upside down for half and turn it over. Oh. Delicious. Juicy. But he wasn't talking about the air fryer. (laughs) Well, I think it was the most interesting part of yeah, his, it was for um, us. Of his follow-up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because what he clearly did was he listened to some of our, our, our advice. <laughs> and like if ever there was a definition of doing something half-assed, 
so they basically went in and, and said, like, we should say something. Let's say something. And then they got drunk <laughs> and they said the same thing <laughs> over, over and, and over, over again. again. I think you've actually solved a problem. Uh, yeah, because you're no longer <laughs> friends with them. They'll no longer be in your house. They won't be able to copy you. <laughs> so that's not a bad thing. They could be copying you over there. But at this point, it doesn't matter anymore because you're never going to see it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm curious to know how long ago it was right. that you haven't heard from them. Well, because um, it was during the summer that they oh, were during on. The summer. We called over. So it is quite a while. Oh, so this, no, this friendship is done. It is well <laughs> yeah, done. Yeah, this is done. I have to say, if somebody, I know we talked about it at the time, but mm. if somebody was copying, I don't know if it will bother me. It depends on how much they were copying and yeah. why. You see, I think it's different if you have an apartment because I have an apartment so and apartments look the same. You know, like like the outside of the apartments, they all look the same. The doors are all the same. The, yeah. Uh, the build, you know. But so do houses in certain areas. Yes. Yeah. But like if you, but if you're doing something like you see this a lot, you know, like if one, one house gets a cobble. Oh yeah. And then the other house got the cobble and you're like, I wonder who got the cobble first. Like, yeah. I wonder what, what it was like the day the second person was getting the cobble. <laughs> you know, <laughs> was somebody seething in the kitchen? <laughs> um, or feeling really proud that they started a trend. Yeah, maybe, maybe. You know. Um, but I think with apartments, you know, they're all just a bit. Well, they are, there's a sameness. And, and to be honest, I think in decorating, there are cycles. So yeah. for instance, like there was a period of time which you will be too uh, or young obviously, to remember. Of course, Neve. The, the cycle Hugely of young. the avocado. Very young. The avocado bathroom suite. It was a thing. Everybody was getting the avocado <laughs> bath and toilet and everything. They are, without exception, the ugliest. No, no. They're the pink ones. So the pink ones are even oh, uglier. No, the pink ones are disgusting. I could live with an avocado. I couldn't live with a pink one. Do you know what's disgusting about the pink ones, right? Well, is that, it, like, because I've been viewing houses recently, right? And if you see a pink bathroom seat, but like it's got the rust on it oh. from where the seat is. <laughs> the seat no, is no. <laughs> or they've put a white seat on it. Yeah. Foul. I think, I think avocado absolutely gross. Yeah, no, it's not great, but the pink is worse. There's cycles of colours and yeah. cycles of things. So it's not unusual for somebody to maybe go in and go, oh, I saw this colour and I quite like it. So you do kind of come across that. But when somebody are buying specific things, that feels a little bit strange. You know, so in other words, I mean, and the other thing that happens currently is because we all buy a lot of the time in Ikea, yeah. we end up with, you know, no. I don't think there's a household in the world that doesn't have a Billy bookcase. Of course. <laughs> of course, they're fabulous. They're just everywhere. I, you know, but so what I'm saying is you've got these things in them, right? And so there are similarities. It's just what you do with them. But if somebody starts really copying, see, you know? Do you know what happened with me, right? I was the first out of my friends to buy an apartment mm. and I painted my walls green. Right. Green and beige. Green and beige, and they, yeah. They weren't called green and beige. They were called... Uh, Providence and Pale Mink. Of course they were. Of course <laughs> they were. Providence and Pale Mink. My, my front room was Cafe Madison Cafe. And, <laughs> and Manhattan. <laughs> of course it was, Neve. Of course it was. They were purple. And I, I, um, I, I, I had Pale Mink and Providence with uh, brown, dark brown walnut floors, right? Wow. Now, fabulous. Wonderful. Absolutely fabulous. And then all of my friends that bought apartments afterwards had green, beige, dark floors. Okay. So I was though I was I always found it quite amusing. I was like, oh there's another 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 friends with the same colour. 
so for ages I kind of felt well I'm, a, I'm clearly a tastemaker without doubt but then I realised then I realised because I was clearing through like house stuff like just had a folder of stuff that I had when I bought my place and I, I had I had like the Dulux book and on the cover of the Dulux book was you like had green beige <laughs> dark brown floors the, like, <laughs> the, the sample photo yeah so you basically like, everyone that bought the, that got the Dulux book yeah. were like oh yeah that's what I'll do yeah that, it's on yeah. the cover that must be fashionable that's what I'm saying somebody sets the trend and then there's lots of it happens yeah. but actually I think essentially you've dodged a bullet regardless I don't think you're that traumatised I think you're more excited about the fact that uh, you know you've got the air fryer and it's fabulous and I think <laughs> I think that's what you should celebrate because clearly you and your your wife are going to spend a lot of time with this air fryer. Yeah, because <laughs> no, you're not no going need, anywhere else. No need for a two drawer because you're never having people over. <laughs> I'm sure there's a better way you could have done that. But look, less finesse than we would have liked. But you know, it worked well. <laughs> it, it, a, it, it achieved the goal. You, you took the advice. It was a very blunt instrument. Okay. Do we have a problem? We've got a problem. Neve. Dear Queen Neve and Garot, myself and my partner have just bought a house in an old suburb of Dublin. We've been searching for a place that we could afford and this and that was nice. The day after we moved in, we brought a bottle of wine and some scones into our neighbours to introduce ourselves. Of course they did. Of course they did. Of course they did. The guys do things right. Yeah, but you know, I always thought neighbours were supposed to bring you stuff when you're moving. Do you know what? In. Yeah. Because you're going through the moving. You're going through the moving, but they didn't. So they said, well, we we'll make the effort. We we'll make the effort. Now, okay. I have to say, I always do that when I have a new neighbour. Yeah, no, me too. Yeah. To be fair, I've had the same neighbour for 25 years. I'm still giving him a dinner over the head. <laughs> Go on anyway. <laughs> the day after we moved in, we bought a bottle of wine and some scones into our neighbours to introduce ourselves. They are the people that join our house, which is semi-detached. De- semi Gays okay. in a semi-D. Yeah. High class gays we've got here. Very, very high. We felt that it was a good idea to introduce ourselves as they are an elderly couple. We were astonished as they, as when they opened the door, they were absolutely horrible. Oh dear. Mm-mm. He asked straight out if we were a couple and when my husband said yes, he turned and went back into the house muttering. Ooh. What a bollocks. His wife said they didn't approve of our lifestyle and she closed the door. Ugh. That was three weeks ago. <laughs> I hope they're dead on the kitchen floor. Oh my God. That was three weeks ago. We have had numerous conversations about how we could have handled the situation. We have since met other neighbours and they're lovely. But this is really colouring our view of our new home. What do we think we should do? Burn their place to the ground. No, stop it now. Stop it now. Are we allowed yeah. to say the name? Uh, oh, it's from Declan. Yeah, okay. Declan. Declan, Declan, Declan. No, no, no. You don't have to do anything, actually. You don't, you, unfortunately, there's nothing you can do no. in this situation. The only thing that you can do is take solace in the fact that sometime in the near future, there'll be boxes coming out of that house. <gasps> Look, if you're, if, if you're a gay living next door to an old bigot. Yeah, I know. What you not. concentrate on is the word old. Yeah. yeah. Elderly. Elderly. There's, you know what, this... Whether you're gay, whether they're elderly, doesn't make any difference. You this don't get is your just... boiler serviced. That's what you do. No. <laughs> the carbon monoxide, let it leach into their gas. To be fair, it'll kill them first because <laughs> they're older. No, but look, I, no, I'm going to tell you, right? These people are not worth your effort in any way. Yeah. I would be ridiculously polite to them. Not yes. kind, polite. 
kill them with that kind of politeness. Yes. Uh, because you give them no reason to have any difficulty. I yeah. appreciate because you're semi-detached, there may be issues, but quite frankly, that's their bigotry, their small-mindedness. I can't even tell you how tragic. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I am not a big advocate of living in other people's houses, especially if you're living beside them, right? Absolutely. I'm not a big advocate of it. Be friendly, be lovely, be helpful, but do not live in the space because it's too long. You know, you know, it's too long. You can't, it's too easy for things to be difficult and yeah. you're going to live there. So keep yourself to yourself. Right. So you have a group of people clearly that you've met who are lovely and that's where you should be focusing your energy and just ignore that. If they if they start bringing problems to your door, then that's their problem and let them bring the problem. Do not worry about the small minded, nasty. But in a weird way, they've saved you an awful lot of time and yes. effort. And, you know, because you get a lot of passive aggressiveness in this area and a lot of, oh, you know, the exactly, reality yeah. is they have given you the best gift they could give you. In other words, they've been outwardly we're not interested in you so you get to actually not waste a single moment on them so please do not waste another moment worrying about what you should or shouldn't do you know exactly. obviously in common decency if one of them's fallen over you know after you've stopped laughing go in and help them exactly go in and help them yeah. be decent be polite withhold CPR yeah. Well, he probably has a DNR anyway. <laughs> Just assume there's a Absolute, DNR. Assume, yeah, but, yeah, assume it. But, but yeah. what I'm saying is, you know, obviously be decent because that's who you are as people, right? But And be polite. Don't be ignorant because that only feeds into their bigotry. Exactly. But quite frankly, they don't merit another second of your brain. Exactly. Or and your do you emotion. know what I will say now? The only precaution I would take in this situation mm. is if they don't like you, like if neighbours... Mm. clearly don't like you what I would do is I would go to your local police station and I would have a little word with like isn't there like a gay liaison guard or something there used to be because I remember years ago I got mugged and I went to the Pier Street Garden station they were like and there was oh. like, they were like are you gay and I was like yeah and they were like oh well you left to talk to the gay liaison officer is like, that a thing? Yeah. And then they were like, he's on holidays for two weeks. I was like, well, this is, oh, this is incredible. <laughs> Thank you. What a service to the community. Wow. But I'm straight online. I, I think there is a gay liaison officer at Garda stations. So what I would say is, right, you're, you're not making a report, but what you're doing is you're going in, you're saying, you're just, highlighting let, just to let you know, we have moved into a house. Our neighbours have made it very clear that they, uh, that they're homophobic. They don't like gay people. Yeah. And we just want to, because what you don't want is in two years time you're having a barbecue and they're making noise complaints or they are, you know, or they're inventing reasons to call the guards and, you know. Yeah, oh, I think I think it's a valid conversation. That's a really great yeah. piece of advice, actually, because I never knew that. But actually, it is a great piece of advice because... I'm sure the Gardaí have a prick register. <laughs> We'd like to put them on us. Here's another thing that I'm going to say, actually, is if they're that definite... They may decide not to do anything if in the last three weeks there's been nothing, right? Yeah. Then the chances are their whole raison d'etre is to uh, avoid you and they'll tut ferociously next let them, door. Let but, them uh, you know, it's nothing about the gay lifestyle necessarily because chances are they would tut no matter who the hell was next door. Exactly. You know, I've had exactly. people tut over my parenting at times, I'm sure. But, you know, <laughs> and my mother. And I'm sure, you know, and occasionally my lovely neighbour, Sean, who is wonderful and wonderful, he comes over to remind me that I haven't cleared, you know, cleaned my soffits or ha have you not noticed I lifted the weeds out of your garden? I'm going, that's great, thanks. You know, and I'm, it makes me feel terrible. But, you know, 
the thing is, if somebody is inclined to want to interact with you or to make things difficult for you or or good for you, they're going to try and do it. But yeah. if in the last three weeks there's been no, uh, no, you know, no rea- interaction, then that's probably an indication on how they're going to roll. And yeah. it's sad in one way because it's lovely to have it's neighbors. Nice to, well, it's nice to have neighbors that you can rely on because it, because you kind of need fact, it. Yeah, uh, like when you get to their age. To have a neighbour that's willing to look out for you, I think that's a real gift. And also to have gay neighbours, excuse me. Oh my me. God. Like, I'm sorry. You've no idea a, what I want. Lo- I want that so bad. A lovely gay couple showing up with scones and wine on your oh door. Oh my God. Excuse me, and you're closing the door. They'd have been in beside the fire with me and I'd have been shown where my iron was. You'd have had a lo- lovely, <laughs> there could have been a lovely relationship there. Yeah, but you know, it's their loss. You obviously have other neighbours, so go for them. And Put your the energy there. Is, don't close the door. I will, that's the other thing I will always say in these situations. Yeah, give them like, space. That could be the husband. The husband could die and then she'll be on her own and she'll be like, you know what, actually, I quite like the guys, but my husband was a bit of a dick. Yeah. You know, so just uh, like polite, civil. Just don't prove them right in that sense of being ignorant back to them. You don't need to be, but you don't, you Absolutely certainly don't right. need to be overly nice to them. Now, personally, <laughs> I'd have put every single scone through their window. I know. <laughs> but, Especially if they were rock scones. <laughs> well, my scones are a bit, they're not, they're, they're tough now. <laughs> I don't believe There's that for a, lot a of minute. Resistance there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I bet their scones are lovely. I'd, oh, I'd say these, these guys' scones. The best. Perfect. Yeah, look, you know, you've met it before, you'll meet it again, you know what to do. And don't be afraid of a bit of exposure therapy. Be a bit. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to snuggle in your back garden or be very vocal in the boudoir with the windows open. We've we've all been in situations where we've heard the next door neighbours having a go. I stayed in a hotel in Brighton, and I swear to God, it was a knocking shop. From eight o'clock in the, from eight o'clock on Saturday morning, there was headboards going all around. Me. Really? I swear to God. I couldn't believe it. I was just like, I can't believe like, and like, and I have to say, <laughs> unfortunately now for the, the stamina of Brighton men, <laughs> the, the headboards weren't going for very long. Short and sharp. <laughs> Short and sharp. <laughs> um, Declan, we hope we've helped. Yes, Declan, let us know how you get on. But seriously, do not waste another second with these people. Yeah. And, and, and the other thing is, you've moved into your lovely new home. Do not let it it. colour your... Like, you've met... And this is what always happens, I Mm. think, with gay people. When we meet a bit of resistance, it doesn't matter how much love we've met from all the other neighbours. The fact that there's resistance from one can spoil it. And sometimes we need to, like, snap each other out of that. Yeah. So... Don't let that colour anything. You know, you are there in your lovely new home. Shut the door and go, thank Christ we don't have to waste our time there. Mm. And you know what? I feel sad for them. I I do too. I do too. I mean, it's a generational thing sometimes. It's not all the generation because we know that right and it's not everybody feels that way but there are people who are bigots for lots of reasons you know and the reality is it is totally their loss like totally totally their their loss loss. so look at it that way and know that you're loved God imagine if I'd love to I'd love to have another gay couple as neighbours would you? yeah I'd love to have a gay couple can you imagine I'd be treated like a god (laughs) (laughs) we have another problem Niamh okay and it's about neighbour. Another neighbour problem. I can't believe I'm, It's brilliant. People would think we planned this. We genuinely didn't. I know. They just all came in together. I We'd have batch of letters and I didn't even notice. It was Neve said. I was. Did you realise there's three neighbours? I'm the only one who cares. Anyway, so here we go. I have a lot on me. Okay, so here's a problem I have that's not about a relationship or career. So somebody was listening to you. Yeah. Okay. About neighbours. 
How much noise is too much noise? When is appropriate to complain without being a dick myself? Okay, this is the situation. I can hear the lyrics to their songs they play on the radio. And I know this is very serious because there's a lot of words in capitals here. It's that loud. My sofa and bed shake when they enter or exit their home uh, because they hammer the door shut so hard. I actually don't know how it's still on its hinges. They play music at 6.30am every morning, 9am on the weekends, which is, should be illegal. Uh, they wake me up every single day. They also blast music when they finish working, which is around 5.30pm every day. They then blast the TV all night until about 12 o'clock. I can also tell which shows they are watching. I am going mad. I feel like I live with them and have extra roommates who aren't paying any rent. It's really getting to me. They also have loud friends over every other weekend. The walls are not paper thin because we don't hear the other neighbour. The real problem is I doubt they even realise how loud they are. And some people are just like that. So I feel bad in a way to go over and ask them to be more quiet. I'm not sure it's actually fair of me because I don't think they're doing it out of badness or to annoy their neighbours on purpose. My question is, should I go over? Should I complain in person or by anonymous letter? Uh, But they'll probably know it was me. It wouldn't take Sherlock to work it out. Any advice, welcome. What would you do from a very frazzled Nicole in a Dublin, a North Dublin apartment block? Oh, this is the nightmare. Yeah. It's the nightmare situation mm-hmm. because there's nothing more frustrating than noise. Yeah, I know. And also, what happens is in these situations, right? And I've been in this situation myself, is once you hear the noise. You never stop hearing it. You never stop hearing it. Yeah. And you're like, I can't and believe they're And it's amplified every time you're you hear it. Again. They're yeah. out again. My experience of this is that our neighbour downstairs had rented his apartment to, to someone else. People who were, I mean, that were like practicing DJing. At oh, like wow. Four <laughs> o'clock in the morning on a oh, Tuesday. Oh, is this a really night. good looking fella? Gorgeous. Do you remember? I remember you telling me that story. Every time we went to complain, I was just swooning. (laughs) (laughs) He might not be much help here, Nicole. Oh my (laughs) God, they were absolutely gorgeous. That was the, I forgot about that. Yes. I'll never forget it. One day I was annoyed at him and he, he, I had to go down and open the door to him because he was locked out yet again. And there he was standing there in the rain. He was standing there in the rain. In the rain. With a puppy. No. It's just like, God almighty. He set that up. It was ridiculous. He was waiting with that puppy for about six weeks. I say so. (laughs) But in the end, we did get them thrown out. You got them thrown out? Well, it was just, like, you can't be, you can't be off your head in drugs and, like, practicing DJ at four o'clock in the morning on Tuesday. I know, I know. And, like, this was happening every night. Like, it was ridiculous. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, no, I get that, right? Mind you, most of what's happening here is happening in a reasonable enough time. Yes. So now, you're kind of up against problem. it a little bit here. And sometimes apartment living is funny like this. It's a little bit fraught in comparison to houses because usually you only have, if you're semi-D, you're just the people beside you really. You know, they're the ones you kind of get involved in. But in apartments, you could get it from any area. You get it from any angle. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it is a bit of a difficult, it does seem reasonably in the time. I think is it not 11 o'clock is kind of the, the cut off time for a public Well, I think noise. it's 10 in apartments. Is it? Uh, yeah. Well, no, it's 10 in our apartment block. Now, the, what I will say about this is, is right? Is is there like a, sorry to, to, to cut you across here, but is there not some sort of 
agreement that you kind of make. Yeah, there is. Um, it's it's I can't remember what it's called. It's like the common like a service area policy. agreement. Yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. And it's it's house rules. Oh, house rules. Yeah, house rules. Mm. Um, so what you could do is, right, your first port of call, I think, is the management company because every apartment block legally has to have a management company. Okay. So there's somebody, there's usually a company appointed by the management company, which is, mm. the management company are people that own apartments that are elected to the board. Yeah. And then the management company are the people they hire to administer that. So usually if you look, like if you're, I don't know if you're renting or you're an owner, like if you're yeah. renting, you'll probably, you might know this. If you're an owner, you will. Yeah. But usually in the common area downstairs, like when you walk inside, there'll be a little sign that tells you who the management company is and you okay. can bring them and get in touch. Yeah. Because they're supposed to, like, like disturbance and noise is a big part of what they're supposed to deal with. Sure. So you're, and you're well within your rights to have a conversation. The other thing is, I don't, like, it depends on whether they own or they're renting. Yeah, that is also another if problem. If they're renting, particularly if you're an owner, you've got a bit more flexibility because you can get in touch with the owner and go, this is not on. Mm. This has to change because it's more effective. The most effective thing you can do with a renter is have the landlord lean on them rather than the management company. Without the, a doubt, yeah. And if you want to stay, or, or you. So if you want to stay anonymous, you can go to the management company and have them deal with mm -hmm. I think sometimes it's worth feeling out who that who those people are. Th that was my going to be my conversation. Have yeah. you actually met them? Like are, if there are a load of students. Go in and say that. Don't lads. even engage. Yeah. I, I would imagine if it's a load of students, just go management company, can you just yeah. deal with this? Yeah, yeah. If it's a couple, you can just, you can go over and love bond them. Yeah. Bring them over an apple tart and just be like, listen, love you. Glad you're here. This is just my, our experience. That's quite difficult. Any chance. Because sometimes it's like, it's, it's exactly as you said. It might they, only they be, they be, might not be aware that they can hear it all. They could, they could be people that lived in a massive house in, mm. you know, in Roscommon for 10 years together. They've moved up to Dublin and they just they forget just don't that realize, they're in a, yeah. a, a common space. Or they could be like my husband who probably should really be watching television with subtitles as opposed to because <laughs> his hearing isn't quite what it used to be. No, but you know, the thing is, it, it, like I live with an, a 66 year old man and an 85 year old man lives next, who, like who played music all his life. And then an 85 year old man lives next door who clearly has, doesn't hear quite as well as he used to. Yeah. I hear his TV through the wall. You know, and, and yeah. so sometimes, and I also know when he's doing his ironing because he always plays classical music during that, you know, uh, but, you know, sometimes Tommy Fleming. I don't know. But anyway, so what I'm saying is like, you know, the thing is, sometimes you have to say, look, we can actually hear that. And sometimes that people get very, quite embarrassed and go, oh, my God, I can't believe that. Yeah, so that's they, what you Because actually, and I see that you already know that, but the thing is, if you've met them and you realise that there's no way there's going to be anything, then absolutely go down Garode's road. I personally think, f feel them out, as they say, and see who they are as people. And if they seem reasonable enough and nice enough people, yeah. just go in and say, listen, it's, you know, I can actually hear things quite loud. Is there any chance we could just have it turned down a little bit even, you know? Because and if you're still not getting anything, then you need to report it to management. And of course, they'll know who it is, but they'll know anyway. So, you know, the thing yeah. is, at the end of the day, you either live with the level of madness that you're about to approach or you deal with the problem. And sometimes going direct is the best policy, but you can't yeah. be angry when you go. And Don't wait until it is really super loud. Yeah, because otherwise you're going to get annoyed. And yeah. I, my experience of it was, was that we went, we went to the people 
numerous times and it just made oh no zero difference no well then Absolutely. so then well, we just I mean went the fact the that you swooned every time you went probably didn't help but no but you're right that's exactly the right thing no, to do I did if you don't get satisfaction handle it because he had he had, had no, zero he's, interest he, he's not swooned by looks no <laughs> that's why we're together <laughs> Gross. <laughs> but like he um like he like we just got nowhere so we just went to the landlord and he was like oh yeah I'll move him on yeah no seriously you know don't live with it for sure. Don't do that because you will go mental. Also, look at the layout of the building as well. Like if it's if it's a situation because a lot of apartments, the way it works is the they work it so that the sitting rooms are adjoining walls. Mm. And then the bedrooms, and the bedrooms are adjoining walls. If you're in your bedroom and you're hearing sitting room noise, it's very, very loud. Yeah. And the chances are you're. Like the chances are you're not the only person to the only person with it. that problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and I don't think it's a big ask. No, for somebody that's getting up at six o'clock in the morning to put on the radio in the sitting room rather than putting on the bedroom. You know, or what you do is you get up at six in the morning and you put yours on even louder. Well, that's what I was gonna say because <laughs> if if you if you have got nowhere, mm. and vengeance is it, what you've got to do. Vengeance is mine. <laughs> I'm here for that. I'm all for that. Yeah, I'm all for that. It's not often I am, but I am definitely all for that yeah, in that with regard. No- and with noise, it's very effective. Like, all you've got to yeah. do is, you know, if they've had a late night, you're having an early morning. Straight away. Yeah. I've done that a few times. Yeah. I did and that. We did that one. <laughs> they were literally until five o'clock in the morning. And this was a, like, this was a school night. This was like, <sighs> a, like five o'clock in the morning. And it was, I think it was like a Wednesday or a Thursday. And I was just like, because I work from home. So I was like, okay, well, I think it was coming in here, actually. Oh. I think it was coming in here to do the pause. I think, um, I think I remember that day. I, <laughs> so I got up at seven o'clock in the morning. Mm. My partner went to work and I, it was because like my partner goes to work on a Wednesday. We record on a Wednesday. That's right. Yeah. And I, I just blasted the stereo from seven o'clock and I left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All day. Just right too. <laughs> yeah. But the, the thing is, you probably won't be the only person suffering from that because there might be beside you, but there'll be probably somebody above and below. Yeah, totally. Or, you know, even on the other side. And the reality is you can't be the only person having you're that not, difficulty. I guarantee you're not the only person with a problem. Um, and, and, and if it's clear you're not, like if, you've, if there's other neighbours on the floor, then all you need to do is to have a second person Contact the management company as well, and then that'll know. be sorted. The chances are these are probably reasonable enough people, you know. Uh, just check and that to out a little your bit. Question, like you ask, ask a question at the top, which is like, when is it appropriate to complain without being a dick myself? If something's annoying you, you're better off saying it as soon as it's annoying you, yeah. because the thing that you're going to get annoyed at is the not cons- just them, but you're going to get annoyed at the fact that you're putting up with it. Yeah, and then you're going to, and then it accelerates. <laughs> then you're going, that's going to going mm. to accelerate, and then you're going to. Mm-hmm. All of your aggression for yourself as well is going to get loaded onto them. I was then just going to say powder you, keg situation. You're going to go in the door, and they're they might have been very reasonable had you gone at the beginning, but quite frankly, they're just going to go. Yeah. What? You're, the going, hell? you're going in with a flamethrower. <laughs> your kind of girl. My kind of girl. <laughs> I do love a disproportionate response. I know. Disproportionate revenge. That's what I'm here for. The the fact that they're waking you every morning. Mm. That to me. It's not like they're waking you at three o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday, hammered drunk. No, this is a. So these are these, these sound like professional people. They they're like they're yeah. getting up at the early in the morning. They're up early on weekends. So I think they're reasonable people. I think they could be reasonable. They're probably just a bit deaf. Yeah. You know, and so you know, just go in and see how you go. I mean, now I'm going to be honest with you. 
they blast music when they finish work at around half five every day. I don't think you've a leg to stand on. No. With that. But it's okay I, to ask know, for it to be a little less. To be, it's okay to ask, but I think if they're like, sorry now. It's the middle of the day, we're having a crack. It's the, it's, it's the middle of the day, we finish work, we've got music on. Well, I don't think you've got a leg to stand on there. I think with the outside of the, outside of those quiet hours that are in your, mm. in your lease. Yeah. You know, between, it's usually between 10 and eight in the morning, mm. I think is are the quiet hours. Um, that's when you've got a leg to stand on. I think if somebody finishes work at half five and they put on a few tunes, tunes yeah, I but it depends if they're if if it's like really so loud that you know, and and you know if they are fairly reasonable, just say to them, "Sure, come on in, hear what I hear." You know, get them to play what they're playing at their level, and then bring them in to hear it from yours. That's perspective. a great idea. That's a great idea. You know, and in a way that so they don't think that you're overreacting. You know, just that's a great show. You know, Ruth. just if they're nice people and they don't quite understand, say, look, you know, I just want you to hear what I hear, so that you can see that it's kind of, you know, like it's just a thought. They could become your best friends. Yeah, you don't know, you don't know. I and we can't wait to find out, Nicole. Let's know how you get on, Nicole. Oh, we're so we're so invested in this now. We're invested. Yeah. We're very invested. Like the na- the neighbors' problems, the neighbors' problems are always tricky. You don't necessarily have to like them all. But you need to be able to exist in a in a non-destructive way. Yeah. I mean, look uh, what happened with Gordon. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Gordon. That's not great now. No, <laughs> no, he's, no but it he's is because it's sorted. It's, oh, it's, oh, it's sorted. Yeah, but, Mark my words, it's sorted. Yeah, but the best part is it's sorted in a way that's not impacting upon them. Uh, no. No. So I mean, not, I, I, I would mean, imagine they're going to see each other. Somewhere. In the supermarket and they're going to walk by each other. Small bit like awkward. It's, it's not so much sorted as it is finished. Yeah. Okay. But that but that's an ending of sorts. An ending is an ending. Personally, you never I, know, Gordon. Christmas is coming. There could be Christmas drinks. In there it could that. be. And it could all change again. It and the next change. thing, they could be wearing the same jumpers as you. <laughs> Neve has been wonderful to talk to you. Oh, and you know we're kind of neighbours in a sort, aren't we? No, you live you live two hundred miles away. <laughs> no, but we're friends. We're neighbourly. We're friends. We are friends, friends and business partners. Friends and business partners. Um, it's been lovely to talk to you. Agonyrants at gmail We yeah, we would love to hear if you have uh, a problem, if you have a comment, if you have a follow up. We would especially love to hear from you because yeah. we'd love to hear about all of the lives we ruin. Ah. Um, <laughs> also, uh, the next time we, plus, we yeah. would love you to subscribe. Oh yeah, well that would be amazing. Um, you're getting a free gift in the post if you're mm-hmm. a Headstuff subscriber. If you if you subscribe by our deadline, you will be receiving in the post an iconic gift. From iconic us, from our heart to yours, without a doubt. As long as you supply your address. Just remember, if you're a Headstuff Plus subscriber, you will have got an email with a link to give us your address. So please fill that in. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get a present in the post. What other podcast does that? Not a single one. Not a single one. And um, it's been lovely to chat to you. We'll you chat too, to you next week. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.